safe as cash or is it this is what we have been seeing with the state of the u.s banking system svb one of the largest 13th largest u.s bank almost went into complete free fall and has now been rescued by the u.s government and we have seen two major crypto banks really under massive scrutiny and no longer in business. What does this mean for the crypto market? What does this mean for the NFT market? And then on top of that, we have USDC that had its stable dollar price DPEG. And what does that mean for us moving forward? Crazy times in the market. It feels like every week it is crazy times in the market. We are going to cover all of this and more in today's show of GOATS and the Metaverse and of course, I'm here with none other than Stan, the man pumping firsts, crazy time. The U.S. banking system seems to have imploded overnight and uh, Bitcoin is up. Those are two statements that are both facts. Crazy stuff. What's happening? Uh, a lot of things happening. It's been a crazy week. Uh, I mean literally ups and downs we're all gonna go out of business cryptos can go to zero then the government comes and saves the banks everything rallies bitcoin ethereum apecoin everyone is happy uh crazy time to be alive but let's get right into it where are the current prices right now eve is at $1626 solana at 19 apecoin at $4 now, when this announcement came in, which I believe was, what, five days ago, six days ago? About Friday. Friday. On Friday, ApeCoin went down to about 360, I believe, was the low. Yeah. Ethereum was down. Bitcoin was down. Everything was down. Yesterday, ApeCoin was at almost $5, and Ethereum was almost at $1,750, $1,700. What was what was the, the seventeen hundred and, and Bitcoin Bitcoin had touched twenty six. Yeah. So you're sitting here and you're like, what the hell is going on, right? Like, what is going on? And let's not even go in to talk about NFTs. Let's actually talk about what happened, Yasi. What actually happened? You're mute. What actually happened? Well, what actually happened is a little complicated, but the. Uh, Kind of short story is SVB got massive influx of deposits in 2022 and 2021. Uh, their book went from something like $70 billion to $200 billion. So you would think, great news, bank is doing extremely well. Uh, and then what they did is they decided to buy long-term, uh, I think it was treasury bonds, at a yield of 1.5%. So they locked themselves into some... Uh, assets that they invested in that would give them a one and a half percent yield. Uh, and then we saw what happened recently in 2023 that the Fed started increasing rate hikes. Uh, and we went from very cheap money to very expensive money very quickly. And all of a sudden, those bonds that SVB had purchased now were loss making. They were no longer able to make a profit out of them. Uh, and what they had to do is sell some of their assets in order to cover that shortfall. So what they did is they did that. They also raised some money from General Atlantic, $500, $500 million. And they made an announcement to say that they had to sell some security, sell some assets in order to cover this uh, poor trade. Uh, it was a $3 billion hole. 
uh, and that they go into the market to raise some additional capital. And they've raised $500 million to start off with, with General Atlantic. And um, the market got spooked. The market was like, what do you mean? This is going on. What does, like, surely something, maybe they're not telling us everything. The stock price started to tumble. It was down 50% when morning open trade happened. Then it went to 70%. And that then just hit a frenzy. We had every WhatsApp group, every Telegram group, every conversation I was on was checking what is happening with SVB, known as the bank for crypto startups or known as the bank for startups. Every company uh, looking at what should they do. VCs coming out saying you should sell. Other VCs saying you should hold and not force a bank run. What obviously happened, a bank run came on. And uh, the rest is history. All right. So basically, the banking system's in the pooper, pardon my French. And everybody that's sitting there holding a bunch of crypto is like, wait a minute. What what are we doing? And probably the biggest, the biggest thing to happen as far as crypto goes, USDC, which is considered a stable coin and is equivalent to US dollar, uh, does their banking with... With, Some of their uh, banking, $3 billion of their book was with SPV. With SPV. And it crashed, right? It crashed to uh, almost 87 cents. So if you have one USD coin, it was now worth 87 cents, which sent the crypto markets into a panic because a lot of people do utilize USDC and USDT for even dollars, right? So when you're cashing out, sometimes you're selling your... Ethereum or your ApeCoin into USDC and you're selling that USDC for US dollar because it is stable enough where it doesn't fluctuate from that dollar. Now, all of a sudden, you took a 12 cent haircut where everyone is like, can this go to zero? Crypto could go to zero. Here we go. Here's a stable coin. Well, what happened over the weekend, there was news that came down that said the US government came out and said, everybody's funds is protected. You guys are all good. If you have a dollar in the bank, you're getting that dollar and you can withdraw that, that money out early next week, which was this week. USDC went back up to the dollar, right? It, it is even to the dollar. And then you started seeing people saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's people actually making money on it, right? Some people were buying USDC at 88 cents and they were making a 12 cent profit, which I think is a very gutsy ballsy move if you ask me because but then again maybe they had inside information right maybe they had information that, that we well, well circle made an announcement over the weekend it was a pretty calculated played circle made an announcement over the weekend saying that they will honor all usd withdrawals so this was just in market prices but anyone who wants to withdraw taking the usdc and withdraw us dollars circle came out saying we will honor at a one-to-one basis any withdrawals, we have our reserves. We are not worried about the $3.3 billion potential shortfall. Unless everyone withdraws their USDC, we shouldn't be affected. They're, they don't have the exact numbers, but it's about $100 billion of, of uh, um, stablecoin that they have. So they were not worried about that, but it was the same kind of contagion. Uh, same kind of thing with um, SVB. They came out saying, we've got this plan. And effectively, the bank was in pretty good condition it still it had made a bad trade but in its global book it's a 200 billion dollar deposit book a three billion dollar loss doesn't necessarily mean this bank cannot pay its liabilities but that is what happened the bank run started to happen uh, and uh, and the rest is history from there and it goes to say that the entire banking system 
that we have that is built on where you think you're putting your money in a bank, it should be safe. Well, actually, turns out it's not so safe. You have $250,000 per deposit of FDIC insurance, which means your first $250,000 is covered by insurance. Anything over and above that, that's at your risk. And the bank is taking your money and they're effectively lending it out. They are looking for ways to make yield on your money. They offer you an interest rate, generally very low. In the US, it's been pretty much 0% for a very long time. 0.04. I was on the phone with my banker the other day. 0.04% for a very long time. And they're encouraged to then go and find ways to make yield out of your deposits. And that's the system. That's how it's been built. That's how it's been running for the past 100 years. And that's what we know today. And Every time we have this type of bank run, it brings scrutiny to this and says, well, does the system still make sense? Is there a different way? FDIC insurance is now being pushed up. We're seeing these concepts called sweep accounts where you can have limits of up to a million or $3 million in FDIC insurance. Really what that means is you've got one bank account that you deposit your money into and they're using some technology to distribute those deposits across hundreds of smaller banks so that you get the benefit of the $250,000 uh, limit per bank account. And that's how you get that up to a million or $3 million. So Western Alliance has up to $150 million. But now you're just trying to insure your money uh, in your deposits. Now, Bitcoin, on the other hand, your money is your money, your keys are your keys. You know if someone is lending it out or you don't know if someone's lending it, you, you know if someone's lending it out because you're giving that permission. Uh, or if you hold the keys, it is yours. Uh, you know that that money is safe and secure. You have price volatility. You have the volatility in the price on the day-to-day -day thing, but your money is not with someone else. It is secured and custodianed through you. So we have seen a rally in Bitcoin at the end of this news, some of it related to the inflation figures and CPI figures. But I also think there is some confidence to say, well, if cash isn't safe, where do I put my money? What do I do in this type of economy? Yeah, and, and I'm going to assume that a lot of really wealthy people in this world we're calling their banks, right? I, I've seen, and I'm sure you've seen dozens of emails going around from investment companies saying, hey, we, we bank with this company and and you know your money is safe, right? But but there has to have been you know panic going through people who have investments, who have money in different banks, saying, Hey, what happens if if I can't get my money? Did I just go broke? Like what happens if everything crashes, which is a big what if? And obviously the government came out and said, We're you know. Everything is secure. Everything is good. But yes, can the government continue to print money forever? Is this something that 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 can continue? Yeah, not. You could debate it. The, the answer is yes. But then somebody's paying that price, right? Somebody's paying that price down the line. And 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 does that make crypto more stronger? Does does that validate why people are drawn to cryptocurrency and why they could say, hey? This is mine. I own it. I feel comfortable with it. I'm responsible for it. I don't have to worry about some Joe Schmo, who's a very educated Joe Schmo, or a council of Joe Schmo's making that decision for me. I'm capable of making my decision for myself. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to assume a lot of wealthy people have started thinking about is there a plan B, right? Or a plan C? Or Wait, well, play that, pl play that equation out. You have you know, countries around the world with high inflation and their currency being devalued. You're seeing that on a time scale and you're like, well, where do I put my money now? Maybe I can try and get some US dollars. There's a whole bunch of restrictions and challenges around getting US dollars. Maybe you're going to put into US dollar. Where are you going to bank that US dollar? 
Now, you don't trust your local bank, you don't trust your government bank, you don't trust your national bank, and now you can't trust the 13th biggest bank in America to safeguard your cash. Well, what can you trust? Where can you put your money? You've got this idea called Bitcoin that will start to gain more and more momentum uh, when you make that equation. And you're like, well, like you just said, this is something that I trust. I trust the math. I trust the computation power. I trust that this is something that's open and transparent and tens of thousands of people are looking at it per day, not one, five, 10, maybe 20 around a boardroom table and making decisions on my behalf that I have no idea about. Uh, and I think that's what we've seen. And that's the culture that we will see carrying going forward. Not without its challenges. We're seeing the challenges right here in the US with both Signature Bank and um, Silicon Valley Bank, not Silicon Valley, um, Silvergate Bank, both having uh, their moment in time, Signature and Silvergate both getting shut down uh, for various reasons. Uh, and those are two of the largest crypto-friendly banks. And uh, if you are a crypto company or you're a crypto person who wants to get on-ramps into the crypto economy, why is this important? You still need a mechanism to take fiat, to take cash, and to be able to buy crypto or to be able to take crypto and sell it and get it back into cash because the world still works in predominantly fiat. For now. The biggest banks are now no longer... Uh, and I can't help but feel that this is a coordinated effort. Some of it is mismanagement. The other parts is a coordinated effort to uh, regulate and to govern and policy the hell out of crypto. Uh, and we're seeing that as a front from uh, an affront from the U.S. government currently. So it's not without its challenges. I would not say that Bitcoin is uh, a foolproof solution. It still has to beat the boss level of the U.S. state. Yeah, and, and I've seen some people on the internet talking a lot of smack and saying, hey, crypto is the reason why these banks are failing. Crypto is, is the reason why Signature Bank is going out of business and there's shady dealings there, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know that to be true or not true, but, but you are going to have backlash, right? You are going to have people that are going to say, hey, you need to do it this way. You need to do it that way. And listen, we don't know the answer, right? We have our own beliefs and, you know, cash is still king. <laughs> and I think the people that are sitting there with a bunch of money on the, underneath their mattress are, are, are feeling more comfortable that probably it's not in crypto or it's not in the bank, right? So we don't know where this world or this economy is going to take us. Um, but I do think that there's definitely things to think about if you're somebody that does have large amounts of money in, 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 in the bank account, or maybe doesn't even have large amounts of money in a bank account and says, you know, has high hopes of becoming a wealthy individual down the line to think where, how do I invest this? Where do I go? What is the right move? Um, none of this financial advice. We don't know what the right move is, but it definitely makes you think. And we're here to share the news with you. And one last thing, where, what did it do for the NFT market? Did any of this actually affect our, shiny jpeg friends well i was most most surprised by you know the punk market didn't move in fact it went up the crypto punks were like i don't give a fuck about svb i don't care about what's going on in this market my shiny uh crypto punk is good as gold uh, and we saw the same in some of the blue chip uh, nfts in the kind of generative art world for dancers stayed strong crypto punks came on and flipped board apes uh, so those really were kind of signs of of strength to me 
the rest of the market had some ups and downs, but there was no panic. There was no, I need to get out of these assets and get out of them as quick as possible. We didn't see that in the NFT market. I mean, there was 500 Moonbirds that were sold. Uh, th- 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 there, was, there was a little bit of that. Do you think that was unrelated to SVB? Uh, I don't think it's related, but but I I think there's a clear picture of who the winners are or who the winners are going to be. And not to say that none of these other NFT projects that are listed here are not going to be successful, but they have a long, 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 long road ahead of them in order for them to go basically compete with Yuga, right? <laughs> you have CryptoPunks and Board API Club and Mutants who are all under the Yuga umbrella. Uh, and yes, you do have some generative art pieces, the art blocks of the world um, that, that, are, that are obviously premier projects, but everybody else has a lot of work to do. And we're going to make sure to keep an eye on exactly what they're doing. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. And we do still have a special announcement coming on. We teased it that it's coming out this week. And we apologize. It is not coming out this week. But it is coming out next week. There will be an announcement. And there is some exciting stuff that we're working on behind the scenes. So make sure you smash that subscribe button. Make sure you're here to see it. Because things are about to start happening. Hope you all enjoyed the show. Yasi, it's always a pleasure to see your face. And Aaron Rodgers, where are you? Welcome to the Jets, baby. Welcome to the Jets. We'll see y'all later.